All righty. If you are listening to this podcast and you are not listening on the Fountain.fm app, then you do not like money. Fountain.fm is running a promotion right now. Anything streamed through their podcast player earns you free Satoshis. Yep, that's right. Free money just for listening to this podcast on Fountain.fm. Well, howdy, folks. It's Old Scrambling here. Wanted to let you know there's a new small business that is on a meteoric rise. His name's Josh. He served a lot of people a bunch of beautiful meat down at the second annual Float Fest. We call him the Renegade Butcher. Get yourself on over to renegadebutcher.com and help him get his spice line launched renegadebutcher.com and if you want to get in on the spiciest chat on the internet dip your toe in the waters of telegram t.me slash liberty meat t.me slash liberty meat chat all right help the butcher start the spice line to another Scrambling University. Welcome, Mike Song. Trapped in time, don't know what to do. See right through. Understanding my live music <coughs> addiction like you do. <laughs> Guess where I was last night? <laughs> yes, sir, Rebop. There's a band called Dark Star Orchestra <coughs> because they their claim to fame is they recreate <coughs> old dead shows as if you were there. <coughs> so they don't announce beforehand what show they are going to recreate what night. So you just have to go see as many Dark Star orchestras as you can if you want to listen to the old dead shows 
played on some fucking kick-ass equipment, right? And uh, loud, and in a space with a ton of hippies dancing. It's pretty much a way to quasi-relive a show. Um, so last night, uh, a couple interesting points. They, uh, it was my very first time to see a show at the new Elks Temple downtown Tacoma. So Elks Temple is a, oh God. Um, it is, what was it originally? It was, a, it was an Elks uh, home or house or meeting place. I mean, it was built in the fucking 1800s. Um, so uh, it had been empty for a long time. Uh, McMinimins is a big private uh, microbrew food now entertainment company out of Oregon. Super cool. As cool as you can be for being that big and projects of that nature. Um, the chillest security staff in the fucking universe. They're pretty much non-aggression principled people. Don't break our shit. Don't hurt anyone. That's like pretty much the rules when you go there. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't checked out their stuff, the Edgefield Brewery down in Portland, near Portland, is uh, another place to go see shows. They took over an old school down there. Uh, there's like a distillery and like the outbuilding where the maintenance used to be done. And there's a little three-hole golf course and an amphitheater and movie theaters and the gym they built. And you can stay in the rooms and shit. Yeah, so if you've never looked up McMinimins on the West Coast and brewery ops, stuff like that, uh, definitely, uh, check it out. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, they do a great job. They do a great job. Oh, yeah, shit, here, I'm gonna flip over. Uh, the Telegram stream I know started. Okay, now I can... Now I can see you in the old, uh, <coughs> in the Telegram video chat. So, so Darkstar played at the Elks Temple Theater. Um, God, imagine being able to go see a show and take your shoes off and dance on nice carpet. They had a wood dance floor. They were a lot like there was a part the back of the floor that was clearly cordoned off. You could drink whatever the fuck you wanted to drink. Um, if you wanted to go down to the floor, uh, which was nice too, because it was actually flat. Like, it was made to dance. Uh, water only. So you could bring down a cup of ice or a water bottle in your pocket or whatever. That way, if some doofus ended up smelling shit, which always happens, you're only going to kill yourself on the wet, not the sticky stick stick on your bare feet. But I think it's been open a year or two shows. Uh, and yeah, uh, look beautiful. Don't know if they, how often they change your car, but they're pretty chill. Everybody is pretty cool with them because they let you step out on the fire balcony for, you know, 30 seconds before they yelled at you so you can get a puff or two in. Not saying that I did that mythically. If a creature would do that, maybe. Maybe it would happen. Definitely didn't happen. 
if you're the Washington State Liquor Control Board. It definitely not happened. They were cracking down. Securities was Nazis. Oh, fuck no. So, yeah, so they played. They played January 3rd, 1970. So they played a show from four months before I was born. Um, and it was interesting because they always play two sets. And they they did last night, but they had to make a few slight alterations because this was the Fillmore East shows from New York. And that day in 1970, the dead had just started. They weren't a big fucking crazy thing yet. Um, right? And they were having to like fill the auditorium. Uh, so there was a, a afternoon show and an evening show. So they played it for us last night as two different sets. So first set and the second set. Um, which I knew something was up. Remember, because I said they don't say the date before they start. I knew something was up when they broke out a smaller than usual drums in space during the first set. Like, man, that's that is so unusual. We can go find that back in the dead base just on that. Uh, but yeah, man, oh, yeah. Uh, second set, man, it was a crazy, uh, 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 St. Stephen, uh, uh, what was the encore? It was St. Stephen something encore. Fuck, ah, it will come back to me. I was just smiling. Uh, that was the first time I, uh, I think I saw fish completely sober last year. Um, but yeah, first time seeing a dead show a long time on not psychedelics. I swore I was fucking high as shit. Just second set, they were just ripping it. Everybody's just dancing like fiends and just pounding. I was like, I had to remind myself, no, you did not trip. This is actually how humans are meant to be in a rhythmic circle of other humans just pounding out fucking music as loud as it can go. Ah! Sometimes dancing around bonfires. Hey, did I tell you about the Squatch Fest? <laughs> oh, it was actually super fun being able to be at a show right in like fucking cool dance with people like, yeah, you get the music, you get it. Hey, tell you what, boom, here's a card. <laughs> come out and play. So, all of you guys that are in the uh, 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 Squatch Fest family chat, new folks might be dropping by and asking for how they might get hooked up with free tickets or very discounted tickets or whatever. So, those of you that have such, help them out, help them out. Distribute freely or not or make them do something i don't know say like my channel and i'll send you free tickets i don't know how that goes something like that hey yeah that's a great idea get me 10 likes to my youtube and i'll give you free tickets to squatch fest not me not me people who have the tickets oh yeah okay let's see uh oh it's friday friday that's right. It was a Thursday show. That was odd. I wonder where they're going tomorrow. I think they're going down to Eugene. I think they did Portland. They bumped up to Tacoma. And now, since Tacoma has actually a cool place to see a show, Elks Temple was definitely cool. 
um, small, I think like 3,000 person venue. Uh, second story balcony, old theater style. Yeah, yeah. Stepped up uh, straight back front and then a step up to the bar area so they can have 21 containment. Still picking blackberries out of myself. Oh, look at that blackberry damage. Damn it. I got the Boeing crew headed over tonight to go uh, go camping over there and go play. It is hotter than a motherfucker. Uh, yeah, so we had to turn on the no burning shit. Uh, but there's one campfire pit that's safe. It'll be good for them. Uh, got enough water out there for that. Yeah, water collection. Yeah, so my fucking doofus uh, hip camp... Uh, I love when people like just throw out, hey, I got an autistic kid, and then said autistic kid does autistic kid shit, like break your stuff, break your stuff. And then just like, oh yeah, did I tell you I have an autistic kid? Okay, did I tell you don't break my fucking shit? Or when you do, just gladly pay me. (laughs) It's okay. You know, when your kid just goes over to a 300-gallon water tank that's clearly labeled fire water and just fucking cocks open the valve and lets the water out. There's a cost to get more water in to the fire safety tank. Just acknowledge it. Okay, I understand that I have a fucking wildfire cracker running around next to me and if I choose not to observe and oversee wildfire cracker and it goes around breaking and burning shit whatever happens I am responsible what about the fucking chill thing to do (laughs) big giant fucking sign too that says no trash service pack it out big blue with red words highlighted in black. <laughs> Intentionally. There. And in my hip camp, if you go read it, campsuniki.com. Or, or uh, no, no. Uh, well, you can go there. Yeah, campsuniki.com. Uh, but on hip camp, because it's all supposed to be eco-friendly, super chill people, right? Zero impact, low impact campers that understand, like, pure for peer trading. Like, I'm gracefully letting me stay on your permaculture farmland. I agree. Not to leave shit. Anywhere. Every single thing I came with, I will leave with. That's called pack it in, pack it out. So yeah, if you ever see that shorthand somewhere like written down or offhand in somebody's note that you don't literally understand what that means, or if you see a camper who doesn't really understand what pack it in, pack it out means, it means if it motherfucking fit in your car on the way out to the camp, it will motherfucking fit in your car on the way back to your house or to the nearest landfill or trash receptacle. You know, like outside of every convenience store and fast food store and grocery store that you drive by that you have to like shove shit in your body from. You just take your trash from camp and deposit in the free bins right fucking there. Don't leave it in my place. Pack it in. Pack it out. That's not for just LBGTQ people, right? Come on. It's for campers too. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, okay, fucking it. I forgot. Today is Six Sigma versus the now. 
Oh, it goes on my rant from my Airbnb from last week. It's so funny. So I was, my brother's going to get into the Airbnb business. Uh, so I was like, okay, just understand you have to keep, you know, you have to keep a five-star rating or a whatever rating, right? So like, even though you got jackalopes who will just come and fucking like piss on your shit and then like, <laughs> oh God, the place sucked. Like, dude, you what? <laughs> you trashed it, <laughs> right? So you're dependent on them giving you five-star reviews. So I gave him some coaching. And I was like, dude, you have to write your review, your projection of your place. Show everything you can with pictures. Everything, right? And talk about your place not being so cool, right? And then get a bunch of stays in the hopper that are, oh, geez, this place is so much nicer than I thought. Five star. Fucking hey, I can't believe it. It said one bed, there's two. It said one room, there's four, you know. Five star, five star, five star, five star. Then once you get a hundred of them racked and stacked, and from the first hundred, you get feedback from everyone because they all leave feedback. So then you get to see like, all right, what are people picky about actually when you say room in a garage? What could they possibly fucking expect, you know? <laughs> or whatever, whatever your room is. Uh, TP, yurt, no idea. They'll leave you feedback, right? And the whole Six Sigma thing is continuous process improvement never stopping right there's a whole like oh yeah do, do, do. Ah, my favorite smokers right there's like uh okay you got like system mean in the middle right and then you have uh 99.9996, something like that, 96. Uh, six sigma, so six, six uh, significant digits. Uh, it takes you to like, to put, to get any more improvement in the system takes so much fucking extra energy that it's ridiculous, it's not worth it. But, you know, knowing where you're at on the curve, kinda, and working towards like, okay, I've optimized this fucking towards everything I can optimize. That takes a little time because it's a feedback loop. It's a six sigma is a system of design and learning and building, uh, creating work groups, all kinds of shit. But it involves a feedback loop of, you know, interacting with your product, getting process innovation of like what's wrong with it, right? You're not necessarily looking for what's right with it. Like, <laughs> easy marketing guys will grab that, right? It's like, no, 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 what's wrong with it? If it sells, it sells. You can get out there and run it, but. Keep tweaking it, keep tweaking it. Until you just can't, like, eh, there's nothing more. I can really fuck with this. 
to get the system optimized any further. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's like all things, right? You just kind of like slide back to the mean. Fucking A. Remember, in America, the meme is broke, fat, and programmed. <laughs> Lapping up the programming, stuffing down the not food, <laughs> and buying shit on credit. Yeah, yeah, Bitcoin is uh, Bitcoin is starting or starting to rip again. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Before I do that, <laughs> let me show you some pictures. Uh, do 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 photo. All right, here's the Elks Temple. Those guys are just crushing. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, what is that? Eight people back. I was standing right in front of the soundboard, just perfectly between the speakers. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Saving cellular data. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't like it when I'm streaming shows and do another shit and do another shit. How much can a $99 phone do? Come on, come on. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh... So Six Sigma stuff, right? Like, how can how can you continually make shit better? Uh, it's not even knowing the how can. It's like it's like permaculture. Once you learn there is a design science called permaculture, and how it works as a design science. You kind of mix that in with continuous process improvement and the fact, right, that time is waves, iterations of systems, right? Then you have time to observe, interact. Six Sigma is kind of permaculture design without ethics. It was taught in business schools. Well, shit. I was in late 80s. <laughs> it's like convicts. What are you in for? It's like, when were you in? Yeah, I was in the indoctrination stream in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, yeah, and it was so funny. Just in time, he was just getting on the scene. And I remember back then being like, you dumb fucks. You're taking like inherently riskless systems and just building risk in. There's more risk and more risk. Because any of the motherfuckers on your supply chain have like some labor issue, some act of God, some plant blow up, you know, can it take supplier number two a while to spin up? Shipping isn't like we got like replicators. 
Oh yeah. I was a naysayer even back in the. Oh, I was like the Rodney Dangerfield fucking character standing up and back to school, like, hey, who's gonna pay off the fucking boss? I didn't see that in the spreadsheet. Oh. Getting shit done. Yeah, so Six Sigma is basically permaculture design without ethics, just a perpetual way of build it, observe it, interact with it, make feedback, recreate it, re-envision it, send it back out, just keep doing the loop, right? And don't forget to do the loop. That's when people get complacent. Uh, it's like, yeah, it becomes a buzzword for a while. But the problem is, without ethics in the Six Sigma system, you just grind. It's just like running a rock grinder, right? You're just grinding and grinding. Uh, so, be careful. Once you know it exists, you're like, oh, Six Sigma, there's a lot of management theory shit on this. You can drive stuff fast and you can make stuff grow fast. But just be ethical. At least have a goal. You know, for people around before you start employing that technology. Because, man, it's powerful. Yeah, this is a good set. This is a good set. I know you can't hear it so well, but yeah, yeah. Uh, look up some fish shows from this tour. They've been cruising the East Coast. It's hot, but they've been playing some places they haven't played. And there's definitely, uh, what's kind of no touring concert? Seen a little bit. You can hear the difference in the shows as kind of who they're standing in front of, like where they're at geographically in the country. It's interesting. It's interesting whether they're like fast or slower. If you know it's just a crushing fucking heat wave that day. Oh yeah. Live music. It's so awesome. So awesome. Oh, let's see. Speaking of live music, come to Squatch Fest. On the Equinox. When's the Equinox? Hmm, I can never remember that. Spring and fall. Spring and fall. It actually happens 9.23 through 25. And if you're going to help me out or you're traveling a long way, like out of state, hit me up. You can come a day or two early. Then the day before, everybody's just helping me just clean up a little bit. And then I have a little party and feed you. I don't know. Sometimes it turns into a crazy party. All depends who shows up, right? That's an anarchy. Eh, I'm not an anarchy. I'm more like a dictator carkey. <laughs> well, dictator carkey, I don't know. A uh, uh, fucking benevolent monarchy. How about that? Yeah, do anything you want. Don't hurt people. Don't break my shit. That's about it. That's about it. Oh, yeah. Come play in the woods. Come play in the woods. Uh, Friday, Friday, yeah. So Wednesday show, round numbers. I laid out the whole plan, basically, for the racetrack, the online betting, the craziness that can be Squatch Fest. Oh, it can happen. Pass it on. I think I'm going to boost that episode, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, we'll push that along. Yeah, okay. 
So, uh, oh, shit, you know what? I did not, I did not update the board. Here, we're going to do that right now. Because it won't take but just two seconds. Okay. Podcast episodes in totality. Oh, dang, hang on. Of course. It's always a scrambling tech issue. Okay, there we go. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's see, let's see. Here we go, here we go. We are going to change this live. 4163. Okay, 4163. That sounds good to me. Oh, yeah. Anybody want some Coronas? My last cast, I guess. They just left a ton of open shit. I just found some more, like, full ones behind the bed. Okay. Go away. 4163, dudes. Oh, let's see. Some more people got their first... um, Coffee Club shipments. We'll hear about back after their brewing experience. Hey, look, there's Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Boom. Hey, how's the dude that, uh, uh yeah, I'm at the forklift. Did they save the shit? Is he alive? Chime in. <laughs> you just picked up your little bats. Well, if you were out here, uh, yeah, anybody anybody close to me, oh, there's somebody on the chat that just said they're like five minutes away. Uh, if you drink beer, I don't. When guests leave shit, you are welcome to it. I should make like a... <laughs> like those little libraries where people put out books to pass along. <laughs> I should put out a little guest left it library. <laughs> like brushes, shoes... Towels. Whatever. Underwear. Oh yeah, I love the underwear in the bed. <coughs> yeah, when you're checking out of an Airbnb, check the bed. <laughs> ooh. Hey, ooh. That's grim. Oh, you don't know at the podcast why I'm ooh, eeing, eeing. Uh, Rachel uh, has somebody she worked with who was getting trained, a new guy, and he got crushed by a forklift. Yeah, I did some stupid shit with forklifts when I was a kid that I should not have done, not have done. I will not even, well, okay. Oh, my God. This one night, we got a hold of forklift keys in a warehouse. So, so yeah, oh yeah I, I had permission. Well, no, I didn't. Oh, well, okay, however that needs to go for insurance purposes. Well past laws of uh, whatever. But, yeah, we got that motherfucker up, like, three stories on them. And we're just kind of racing around and, like, people up on the pallet holding onto the fucking cage. Oh, my God. Forklift races at three stories. Woof. Yeah, that was bad. Especially if you're in a forklift and you tip over, you kind of go to jump out. But that's the horribly wrong thing to do. Because if it flips over and you're not belted in, right, then you're halfway out and it just crashes you. Oh, I don't even know what happened at her place, but I know forklifts are just... People underestimate the driving around that much weight and that small, compact frame. 
is. It's like a little Mack truck at a three foot square. Oh shit. Oh, that is that is true. Oh, you know what? Okay, YouTube, YouTube. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I just like that idea that I came up with about uh, going get me a few YouTube likes and then uh, and then uh, get Squatch Fest ticks. Uh, maybe I'll talk to Brian, or uh, maybe I will talk those guys into uh, running a contest with their ones they already downloaded. I think Wade's running a contest on his channel. Uh, what is Wade? He is Jack Slate nine 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 at um, God. Where is that? Oh, that's Twitch. Is where he plays. Yeah, he's a uh, he is a Twitch creator. Uh, Wade was uh, my first affiliate, actually. Yeah, for all the Food Forest Farm stuff. Um, yeah, if you want to be an affiliate, you know. Uh, here, let's see my channel. Here we go. YouTube. Hey, fuck, look at that. 126. Fuck yeah. I'm number one up. I appreciate that. Thank you. Whoever did that. Oh my god. I think Wednesday my advice was to if you were gonna go see your elderly grandma or something, like sneak in and just have their computer subscribe. So maybe it happens. Uh, yeah, it'd be so funny if you guys did that on random fucking computers all over. <laughs> Or whoever's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck, but subscribe to for a boom. Get him to subscribe. I'll get some crazy demographics. Who can get me the furthest person away to sign up? So when they do the demographics, I can see like, oh, look, now I got like, you know, like, oh, God, like Papua New Guinea or like. Oh, maybe like New Zealand. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Challenge. Throwing it out. Boom. Let's go for some YouTube likes. How? How? I don't know. Uh, at Scrambling University. And uh, yeah, if you're around somebody who's like, yeah, I don't care, and they got YouTube on their phone or whatever, have them pop over and just subscribe. They don't have to turn the bell on or the whatever. Just subscribe. Because as soon as I get to a thousand, I can do so much more fun shit. So much more fun shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. You want a little mini tour of the Airbnb suite? The bed's not made. No, that's my secret layer for today. The greenhouse is fucking hot. Especially when you get Seattle like 100 degrees, like three, four days in a row. And then we start having the concrete heat up. Now remember, the houses don't have air conditioning. So once you kind of get hot, it doesn't get cool at night. I mean, it is getting in the high 60s now, but that's not enough to cool off a 98 degree house until like, you know, 6 a.m. And then it's already in the 80 by 9. Yeah, when it gets sunny out here, and the ocean haze, when the jet stream changes the summer pattern, it gets hot. Hot. There's just no sun. There's no 
white puffy or no cloud at all. It'll be like 70 days with maybe one or two days with a few clouds. It'll just be now we're on the stretch. It'll just be August. Yeah, yeah. Started what? Two weeks ago, a week ago. Yeah. Through mid September. But it started really late this year. So we'll see. Oh, let's see. Somebody was talking about farm journaling. I think it was uh, a lots project. You know, I used to keep really, really accurate numbers when I was like full time, like trying to produce systems. Right using Six Sigma. Things <laughs> like take the feedback, make system tweaks, implement, observe, interact, all that. But since I'm more just growing sustainably at a sustainable pace, right? Since I'm not trying to maximize shit for max production, just as long as it's putting off extra, eh, haven't really been really good at keeping books on stuff. But, you know, everybody grows their own way. I was killing fish in one of my aquaponic tanks forever, every winter. Couldn't figure out why I didn't do uh, I didn't do the ammonia test. That's why I was like, ah, pH is great, and I'm like, I didn't think there could be possibly that much ammonia in it, but apparently, yes. So the nitrite cycle wasn't the nitrification cycle wasn't happening right. So yeah, yeah, don't get stuck. Except feedback, I was like, damn. That's Every winter, but yeah, it was because it was because it, it would get cold. The bacteria would slow down. It would build up, and it just wasn't warm enough. So this year, I'm gonna throw fish tank heaters in. I put the water up on that two-inch pink polyfoam, so I got it away from the concrete. Next, go in heaters, and then we'll uh, we'll heat the water up a little bit, right? And uh, and we'll see if that doesn't make the goldfish a little more happy. And uh, yeah. Make the plants more happy. Keep everybody good this winter. Uh, I'll make sure the biology and that whole system. I think I need more plants in it too. Uh, so I added that bed of comfrey about uh, two weeks ago, I guess, week ago. Um, that is really starting to like grow into the system now. And I haven't dug one up yet to see if it's just salt water as quick as it could go and then stopped kind of growing or if comfrey in that kind of aquaponic system is going to just throw out all kinds of side roots so that will be uh sometime over the weekend here i'll uh, get to poking around at that and uh on we go oh let's see some of my other uh yeah yeah okay in a six sigma life right always continuous improvement. I want to teach myself welding. I've been over and uh, welded at my brother's, my buddy's place, Lobed, who has a, a, a wire feed welder. So I finally gave up on using the one I've got for free. Uh, like, fuck it. I want to learn on the thing I want to use. So, uh, my niece's car had her catalytic converter stolen. So, now I got something interesting to, uh, to weld on. So, 
I went to Harbor Freight. They're having a deal last week, an open box sale of, uh, you know, scratch your dent, yada, yada. So there was a welder there that's a wire feed welder. Um, yeah, yeah, like 85 bucks brand new in the box. I think somebody took it, used it for a little mini project, right? And they did the old Harbor Freight return. So I got five days to make it, uh, make it weld some shit and, uh, and then I can bring it back if not. So yeah, finally did it. Got the welding helmet with the free one and the gloves and shit. So now I'm going to go see if I can't put two pieces of metal together. Um, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. I've got some art projects I really want to do. Uh, I need a drill press for one of them. So, yeah, drill press next. Uh, like wind chimes. Definitely wind chimes. But the, the welder's going to help, too. Because then I can weld the other shit, too. It's going to be nice. More stuff to create with. You know, and if we need stuff for camp. Between the, between the blacksmithing and welding, being able to make metal do shit, I think I'm going to be happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't use your phone to drive. We don't want to end up having a story of Rachel. Go home and pop a gold one. I bet it's going to be hotter fuck back there. Man, when I lived in Illinois, oh, oh, oh. Man, I had, so my first gig, yeah, yeah, actually the first real job out of college, I worked for Best Kosher Sinai. And... Being the white dude who wasn't a Jew, I pulled the card to have to call on Dominic's. Because that's how it was back then. Nobody bullshitted around. They just, that's who they wanted to call on them. That's who you hired to call on them. I however, still remember that as an actual interview question. I'm laughing my ass off. Uh, they were great to work for. Cut all the holidays off. So yeah, best kosher Sinai sausage. I was sold to Dominic's. So I had to go to every single Dominic's, Omni, and oh, that's right. When I got up into Wisconsin, I had to go to a few Piggly Wigglies. <laughs> and I had a little bit of Indiana all down past the like, oh, like the chemical plants and all that shit right around the horn where you're coming out of Chicago on the Skyway and you're flying through Indiana before you nip back into Michigan. Oh my God! Talk about oh, a hellish place on earth to fucking live. Like you are directly east of just tank farm after tank farm and like industrial chemical fertilizer production that's located next to the tank farms because they're finding petroleum to put on the Great Lakes barges, right? To ship it out. Woof! Doggity dog. Yeah, so you got all the petrochem fertilizer manufacturing, you got all the oil manufacturing. I uh, mean, like BASF had plants that like everybody and all had huge fucking stacks just pumping it out. And that would blow straight over to Gary and I forget those couple other little towns all through the top of Indiana there. Look at a map. There's a little nip of it that's on Lake Michigan. It's like Illinois and then Indiana's got a tiny bit of Lake Michigan and then Michigan's got Lake Michigan. 
But yeah, that little shithole section they gave them because it's just where all the like chemical plant belch goes. Oh fuck. Oh, my actual first job out of college, I took a job with this window and door company, like shyster selling. <laughs> Fucking, you'd go in and like sell like thirty thousand dollars worth of windows to a house there that was like oh I don't know fifty thousand total. Oh my god, you're financing like disability checks and like. Ever in the every single fucking house you went into to sell that shit, they were all like prearranged, you know. Oh yeah, the window guy, I'm out showing the windows. Oh fuck, every one it was like kids with deformities, like cancer, this sick, that fucking giantly obese, every fucking one, everyone. Yeah. Holy shit, that took me about six weeks. Of like selling direct to the public full time as a fucking thing to realize like holy shit taking money from people is easy and these people are so fucking stupid and just it's horrific to have to be in the houses so no selling direct for me no that's when I was like fuck okay B to B B to B Goal be a manufacturer's rep for a company that makes a thing and sell it to another company that sells your thing, right? And their people are the frontline people that deal with the moronic fucking edge. At least you got to deal with moronic edge people inside a company where they have management, so they can't be totally fucking unhinged because they want to go back to work the next day. Right, so like it's something kind of happy. Yeah, it's more. <laughs> if you're thinking, hmm, sales would be a fun career. It sounds exciting. You get to go everywhere and see all kinds of people. You do, you do. But think about if you are in business-to-business sales, you're more in a trade. You learn. Your industry really well, right? Because there's only you know I don't know any little category four or five maybe like big players, and there's always the little guys. It's kind of a tight knit circle. You're all calling on the same buyers. So anyway, B to B, you know. If you're just like wanted to see people once and book and get out. Then yeah, 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 go sell door to door shit, a lot of money in that, or sell one off stuff, or the blending of the two, right? The real estate agent, they sell you a one off thing, but people usually move. I forget what the average is now. My real estate agent sold me three houses, or helped me buy three houses, two two houses in property. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, some real estate agents, because people that like transfer with jobs that are just like taking the next job in the next town because they're moving up. You know, if you're like Google employee right now, the one gal we knew, I was talking to my buddy last night. She's like, Florida, back to Seattle, sending her down to California. You know, if you're upwardly mobile, techie persony, they send you. <laughs> and if you want to be upwardly mobile. 
Oh, that was a great question. <laughs> a question came in live. Scrambling, are you able to eat 40 milligram candies without even thinking about it? Uh, hmm, yeah. <laughs> Uh, hold on here. I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, C4, C4. When you are a coffee consulting cannabinoid club member boom and you ask me a question your shit gets answered <laughs> whenever wherever that's how it rolls that is how it rolls <laughs> i'm just gonna tell him i answered this question live on the air you guys don't know who it is that's even funnier oh just <laughs> now if he listens to it later he's gonna go oh that was me in that segment yeah yeah he's asking if i can eat 40 milligram hash candies without any like yeah, notable effects um all right all right uh so <laughs> oh yeah he's gonna tune in oh that's hilarious yeah yeah so he was asking can i eat the 40 milligram candies without really feeling too much um but the uh yeah yeah you know sativa weed Oh, remember, back to episode one. Oh, no, episode two. <laughs> if you guys, oh, there's Mike. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, the, the mysterious person. I don't know. Ask the question. <laughs> oh, I don't know how low you're laying. Oh, hopefully you are feeling better out there. It's just, I fucking hate being not well in the summer. Oh, sucking it. Oh, oh. Hey, update on my hydrogen peroxide through the nasal cavities, cleaning this shit up. Toothy pain, almost gone. I quit doing the, uh, I quit doing the cannabis, uh, well, no, I didn't quit completely, but I quit, like, laying on the, uh, the, uh, cannabis cream, um, right, because I figured at this point it's internal, and I mean, figured it out, and, uh, yeah, it's totally, uh, it's totally, like, yeah, that's why I was saying you can't forget, like, fuck, where are you really? Baseline, optimized. Baseline, optimized. I don't know, man. After two fucking MDs looking at films and telling me to rip something out of me that clearly was not at all. <laughs> like, the alternative diagnosis is exactly what it was as soon as you just you like took a second to figure it out so now i'm questioning whether i have allergies at all <laughs> at all uh so yeah yeah first i'm gonna keep on the hydroperoxide thing and just 
get my nasal stuff and my tooth feeling to nothing, like I don't notice it anymore. Perfect. Then my next experiment is going to be the only thing I've ever, ever, ever taken. I don't take those. Uh, fucking、uh, Zyrtex.、I've、lived on Zyrtex for like twenty years since whenever it came out. That's been the best. If you got for my human anatomy, man. Some of those pills that were supposed to like not make you like, oh yeah, this is the greatest and greatest in the fucking 80s. Holy Jesus, they had me on that fucking shit. I remember Seldane. Woof, shush. I would, I could just see words just floating around in the air on that fucking shit. Then they like try to like take a test and like I'm gonna read you some Macbeth and then you gotta tell me some shit back on that. Fuck no! You kidding? You just drugged me. <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> Spit that shit out. I wanna be high. I don't wanna be drugged. <laughs> There's such a big difference. Such a big difference. The earlier figure, early year you figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those big 150-gallon carbohydrate slushies! Ah,、uh, oh fuck! I used to crack down 15 a night. That's 1,500 fucking calories at least. But I drink good beers. I drink like no brown ales. Us. I was nowhere near 90 calories a fucking glug. What was that? 2,000 calories a day extra every fucking day. Holy shit! Yeah, I'll scramble and lose a hundred pounds. I don't know. The funny thing was, I didn't even cut out drinking until losing the last. Like, well, no, that was like the middle-ish end of it. Ridiculous! Ridiculous! So yeah, yeah. Fuck. If you love getting drunk, I'm just saying psychedelics. Just maybe、mm -hmm. mushrooms grow all around, out in the wild, just around you. They're kind of self-limiting too. You'll know when you threw too much down. You'll know. Don't just eat any mushrooms out in the wild, though. Find a friend. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Oh, the beers kill. Oh, double IPAs. Oh yeah, Jesus Mike saying he cut out double IPAs. Oh yeah, fucking it. That's why I could never. This shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, hold on, I'm gonna fill your beer up. Oh hey, I got another one for you. <laughs> fucking kidding me. I drink that shit. I fucking piss in my mouth. Get a shot of Everclear and just piss in my mouth for a bit. I I never understood piss beer. Because Jesus Christ, I couldn't even imagine if I drank piss beers how many beers I'd have to drink. I think maybe that's why I didn't drink piss beers. Being over a suitcase a day would have been bad. Couldn't hide that for a while. Holy shit. And then El Loco. Oh fuck, that was dangerous. The El Loco phase. Yep.、Uh, <coughs> the old ticker. I survived. I survived. Oh、uh, yeah. 
uh, some memes just crack me up. Dudes that are like 75 having their first heart attack just decide to like now like, oh, maybe I should like quit it with (laughs) being morbidly obese. Oh, fuck. Ah. Yeah, look at that. Hey, for the win right there. Another microdoser for the getting off the booze. Hey, I'm telling you. If you're thinking about it, like, this might work. I'm not giving medical advice, but you could ask somebody who has done it. Ask them if it actually sucked or if it was like, yeah, that's the exact thing. He kicked in a little double bonus occasionally, macrodosing. Yeah, like, if you used to go out and get fucked up on a Friday night... If you microdose Monday through whatever, and then like Friday or Saturday, you fucking roll and just have some fun, watch some trees melt, breathe with some dandelions, nah, you're going to wake up super happy and early the next morning, ready to roll, and you're not going to be able to trip again because your serotonin got fired. It's not doing anything you can't do naturally through other means of some yogi shit and breathing shit and cold water shit and like rhythmic drumming and euphoric dancing. That's what it was saying last night at that show. They were playing fucking hot. It was it was like hot yoga because it was hot in there. But fuck, you're like playing dead like that. I could have danced like a maniac. Yeah, I was fucking hot. So yeah, it's about firing off shit you already have in your brain. That is why entheogenic medicine, I think, is inherently self-limiting. Because you can't just go like, like booze just wants you to do more booze. (laughs) If you take enough of an entheogen to feel it, to notice the effects, it kind of wants you not to do it again for a while. Because it won't work. You would do it, it just won't work. Like, nah. <laughs> you can, you can eat all that speed you want, kid. It ain't gonna work. It's just sugar pills. It's like that. Psilocybin, just this, this, this second day, or even LSD, or any of them, any of the shit. Just, nah. You already fired your human-made, naturally occurring in your own brain chemicals. Yeah, so maybe that's why it works. I don't know. I'm not, oh yeah, I'm not supposed to say it works. Oh uh, yeah, this is not medical advice. I'm just telling stories. Nothing actually works. Everything I say is dangerous. Nothing I can be. This is a comedy routine. You can't hold nothing against me. I get, don't even try. Or try! Let's get some publicity. Channel 5. Scramlin says, Entheogenic medicine fucking rocks and won't hurt you. No, no, that's just a... Ah, see, that was a joke. Ha ha. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I talk so weirdly and have the music on, kind of, and they both crisscross and cancel each other out. It's like, don't cross the streams. Oh, they cross the streams. Oh, they cancel each other out. What the fuck? Who knew? Occasionally, I'll get the 18-year-old rating, but not too much. 
Oh yeah, gotta lay on you some truth somewhere, right? Whatever, whatever. Um, yeah. So anyway, hey, the war's still raging in most states. Out here, twenty years of peace and quiet. Patients have been left alone, take care of themselves. So if you live in a place where the war is still raging, and you're thinking like, hey, I'm going to exit this in the near future, and you're looking for a new place, maybe think about the culture there, too. Is it like drink a fifth a fucking day and knock each other over the head? Scuffle and be bitchy? Or is it... Uh, commune with nature, build fun stuff, and fucking chill. So, yeah, yeah. Be careful where you move. You're going to bring you there, too. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Be careful where you move. You're going to bring you there, too. No matter how you slice your day or dream of places far away, <laughs> uh, try to set your world apart. You'll always end up where you start. And we're back at the beginning, coming up on an hour. That's a perfect place to end it. C4, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bring more people. Let's play the NFT game. If you want consulting, coffee, cannabinoids, whatever, let me know. I'll give you at least 50 bucks worth of value for 40 every month. Onward. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. I'm going to go do some stuff out at camp. Go to nature. Enjoy the... Food Forest Farms Coffee Club. Well, what is that? I'll tell you. For 40 bucks a month, you get old scrambling with his over two decades experience in the specialty coffee industry, roasting two pounds of coffee for you on a certified micro batch clean air roaster. Now, if you just said, what the hell did he just say? Go to foodforestfarms.com and click on the coffee information or the coffee logo and go read all the stuff I have to talk about clean air roasting and why a better technology with superior beans makes an incredible cup of coffee. So basically, for the same price that you will pay Starbucks for single origin coffees, You'll pay me. You will get coffee delivered to your door as well as an NFT to my coffee club, which will also get you four tickets a year free to thesquatchfest.com. So twice a year you get four tickets to the Squatch Fest. You get half off at any workshops or seminars that I'm putting on at my place. And you get a direct pipeline to me, business consulting, advice, whatever. Lots of people find 40 bucks of value out of the two bags of coffee and all the other benefits. 
So join us, foodforestfarms.com. Join the coffee club today. All right, see ya.